ten past two. Now, tomorrow is International Women's Day, and right throughout history, there have been some incredible women in this country, including author Ethel Turner. Now, she was one of our most prolific writers. She produced 44 novels over 34 years. And look, maths isn't my strong point, but that, to me, says that she was writing round the clock. And it's her first book published in 1894, not in the 1900s, in 1894, Seven Little Australians, which I think Ethel Turner is most renowned. And the book has never been out of print. It is so popular. It's been turned into a a number of TV series as well as a stage play and a musical, even a movie. And the State Library of New South Wales recently got its hands on some of Ethel Turner's most private items, her diaries, records of her pay, her manuscripts, even some love letters. And tomorrow, to mark International Women's Day, they'll be putting them all on display for a very special viewing Sarah Morley is the curator and she's in the studio with me now with some of these great items they'll be showing in the library. Sarah, welcome to Afternoons. Thank you for having me. Ethel Turner must have never stopped writing. I don't think she did. I tell you what, um, in in addition to those novels, she was also working as a journo. She she was editor of of the children's pages for various newspapers over the years. Um, She also wrote freelance. She wrote articles. She was, um, during the war years, she was probably... Probably one of Australia's best-known poets because she was having her poetry published in in the papers. She was an advocate for um, women. She she wrote about the plight of women during war, the impact of war on women, and of course a, a, a constant advocate for children's literature all her whole life. Amazing woman. So a lot of material to tap into here. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And look, not only just hers, it's, it's her story, but it's her husband's story because they're, they're his love letters to her. So we have one side of the the love story in her diaries, um, and that's the other thing. She kept a daily diary. For that you know, in, in addition to all that other professional writing, so I'm exhausted thinking about all that writing. Oh, she must have been a labour of love that she thoroughly enjoyed it. Clearly, so you've got both sides of this love story. How, how did you get your hands on all these documents, too? By the way, look, they've been in Ethel Turner's family for for years, um, and her great granddaughter, her granddaughter Philippa Poole, passed away recently, and it was time the family decided that they came to the library. Mm. So it was a, a perfect place for, for her, her papers. And so will this be, for when they go on display tomorrow, the first time that a lot of these documents have been seen publicly? Absolutely. First time ever. So um, listeners, come on in. It's a, We have a free event. You can pop in between 10 and 12 tomorrow at the library and I've selected an amazing range of material. We have her little dance cards that she kept um, during her courtship with her husband. Oh, Herbert. wow. Oh, beautiful. Um, and of course... What's on, a, what's on the dance card? Is it the, the names of people who... Yeah. Yeah. Lining up, wanting to dance with yeah. her. Yeah, so it's that whole 19th century courtship ritual when um, people would go to a ball, the, the women would have their dance cards with their little pencils and um, you, the, the men would, would put their name down for the dance that they wanted wow. to do. So she kept everything? Yeah. All of that? Yeah. And you, you've got her engagement bracelet. What's an engagement bracelet? Yes. Isn't it a ring? It's very interesting. Look, um, they were secretly engaged because her father, her stepfather was... Uh, against her her getting engaged um, to Herbert Kerr-Lewis. So they secretly got engaged and she wore this delicate little um, 
rose gold bracelet. Um, so that will be on display tomorrow as well. Wow. And she was very ahead of her time. She had a successful career, which again, in that era, a lot of women didn't, and particularly when they married. Mm-hmm. But she was ahead of her game in, in so many ways. She really was. A, it's not only just the writing. She was successful in all aspects of her career. And she took every aspect quite seriously. So being a mother, she wanted to do that super well. Her writing, she was in the top of her, her um, the, her game there, um, but she also was um, took her social responsibilities um, seriously as well. So she she moved in upper echelons of society with her judge husband, but she also was um, always fundraising. She she um, fundraised for um, for drought relief for farmers for um, during. Um, for bushfire um, victims of bushfire, um, for orphans, she she really had a social conscience and um, and and was really active in addition to all the other roles that she played. I really don't have a clue how she fitted I everything know. in exactly. And she never shied away from wanting to do well. And in fact, she wrote just before writing Seven Little Australians in her diary that I do want fame and plenty of it, yeah. which would have been frowned upon for. A woman of that era to, you know, actively court fame. Yep. Look, I think she was very ambitious. Um, her mother was a single mother, came out from England, um, and she did remarry. But I think Ethel saw the hardships that her mother experienced, and and was had this talent for writing and was ambitious and was going to be a success. Mm. And she was. She was a success. She even earned more than her husband, which would have been very, very unusual in that time. Yeah, incredibly unusual. It wasn't for an extended period of time. I mean, she earned, earned a lot of money for a long period of time. But for, for in 1923, we have her um, her little book, which is uh, she calls her pen money book, which is she records meticulously every single cent that she earned from her writing. So in 1923, she pipped her husband, um, not by much, but she was earning more than him that wow, year. Wow, which yeah. is an, an incredible achievement. So why is the book Seven Little Australians, which was her debut novel, why is that endured to this day? The fact it hasn't been out of print and the fact that it has been adapted in so many formats, is it still a relevant piece of writing today? I think it is. It's um, She takes... Most of her books are, are inspired by what's going on in, in the world around her, and Seven Little Australians is no exception. It's, it includes a, a blended family, which is common today. Uh, it's set in in Sydney in the late 1890s. Um, she's using the, the the environment around her and what what everybody was doing for entertainment. Or nothing changes between in human relationships, and I think she she. Is, is a real storyteller in delivering those relationships um, and it, it stands up. Mm. And it's the, the diaries, you've got some of the documents here, it's yeah. that beautiful copper plate writing oh, yeah. from that age when handwriting was an art form. Absolutely. And hers, you can read. Some you can't. It's some, some people's handwriting is appalling, but Ethel's handwriting is beautiful. Um, have you got something you can read for us there? Because, oh, I mean, you've look. got all the love letters too, which is quite lovely to have... Both sides of that, as you say, her diary entries, which is detailing her feelings and her love for her husband and as they were courting, but also having his letters to show both sides of the story is quite rare. Look, I, th- I love this little piece. It's from January 1902 uh, and she's, um, I guess, verbalising, juggling all those roles and responsibilities. So um, let me see. She says here... Um, 
there's the the desktop department there's the garden there's the um I can't read her, that little writing. <laughs> I, should have, I should have bought a bought a transcript. There are so many departments and too many departments in life to be head of. Probably it's uh, that I'm a bad manager. But and then towards the end, it, she she lists all these departments that she needs to be. You know, there's a the shopping, there's the cooking, there's all these things, and then there's. Um, there's the role, the the rights of one husband to have me at night, at leisure, in an evening. So she's fully across all of. I've got to be there as a mum. I've got to get my writing done. I've got to keep my house. She was she was house proud and did maintained all of that as well, but also needed to keep her husband happy. So the juggle, the oh, juggle yeah. is real. <laughs> Look, and, and has that changed? I don't know that that's changed. I Deb. don't think so. I don't think so. Well, it'll be wonderful to see, as you say, a special viewing tomorrow between 10am and midday. And then will they go on display beyond tomorrow too? Yeah, um, we will have a small display up in our Amaze Gallery. And what I'll be putting in there is some of the love letters from Herbert, um, some uh an example of her diary, some dance cards and her gold bracelet will be on display too. Fantastic. And that will be from March the 10th, a small selection at the Amaze Gallery at the State Library. Thank you so much for coming in and, and sharing some of Ethel Turner and, yeah, a, a prolific writer and obviously juggling life as we are in the modern era too. Yeah, amazing woman. Yes, incredible. Sarah Morley, the curator, and you can see that special dis- display as part of International Women's Day at the State Library of New South Wales tomorrow. It is 18 past two.